Welcome to Shedding Light Hunting Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Williams, and you're listening to special bonus episode one, The Greatest Hunting Story Ever Short Version. There's a hunt that's been going on since the beginning of time. If you go way, way back to the very first people, these people, Adam and Eve, were given a choice. Be in a garden of paradise with no problems, no troubles, no worries. Eat any tree that you want. Enjoy spending time getting to know the animals and time in nature. Or (laughs) you can know the difference between right and wrong and be accountable for that. That's what God gives the people uh, a choice of in in Genesis chapter 1 and then Genesis chapter 2 and 3. And what we're going to unpack here just for a few minutes, if you're listening to this, we're going to dive a little bit deeper than what we normally do in our hunting show. We're going to be talking about how those people chose to disobey God, and ever since then, God has been hunting for us. He's been searching for us. And maybe you feel like God is far away, but I want to tell you, friend, He is actually looking for you. And I know that might freak you out a little bit, (laughs) but this is the short version, so we're just going to dive right in, and if this is not something you're interested in, hey, listen anyway, maybe it's something that will pique your interest. But I just want to tell you that at the beginning of the time, I believe God created us to be with him. He wanted a relationship with people. Why? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he was lonely, but I just think he created something. Do you ever make something um, and you just enjoy what you've made? But God makes something beyond that. He makes us and he breathes into us the, the breath of life, which means that you and I, we are different than animals. We have a thing called a soul. But he gives us a choice. You know, love always has a choice. He wants to love us. And and so I, if I just told my wife, I want you, you have to love me, that's not going to work, right? She has to choose to do that. And so he gives us a choice. Choose me, the great, loving, awesome God that gave you this entire earth, or choose this apple on this tree. Pretty simple choice, right? But he says, if you eat of that apple, you will die. And that's what happens to Adam and Eve. They get tricked by the devil. The devil is this fallen angel that is trying to mess everything up in the world. And after some time, we don't know how long it was, Eve eats of that apple. Her eyes are opened. She realizes that she's naked, which means that she realizes that she is covered in sin. She now knows, she now has the ability to know the difference between right and wrong. She's no longer like an innocent child. And so God drives the men, the man and his wife, who both ate of it, by the way, drives them out of this garden. He gets them out because he wants them to know that this sin is a big deal. It separates man and woman from God. And so that's the first thing I want us to get is you want to know why the world's messed up. You want to know why you have that feeling of just sometimes you just feel empty inside. You may have just shot the biggest buck or biggest elk in the world, and you're happy about it, but there's still this feeling of, well, I need to do this again. There's this longing in each of us to to feel whole. Why is it that we don't feel it? Why do we not know what the purpose of life is? Or maybe we think we know what it is, but it's not entirely fulfilling. And that's because of this little problem called sin. You see, if we ever sin, the Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned. We all have sinned and we've fallen short of God's glory, his standard, what he expects of us. He wants us to be perfect so that we can be with him because he is perfect and cannot be around sin. It's against his nature. It's against who he is. He's so good and so awesome and it's so hard for us to comprehend who he is. But that sin separates us. 
What does that mean? It means that we can no longer be with God. We are spiritually dead. That soul inside of us is dead. You are a dead man or dead woman walking if you do not know Jesus. And I'm going to get to Jesus in a minute, but before we get there, the bad news is, you got to know the bad news before you know the good news. The bad news is we're dead. And if we die physically while still being dead spiritually, we are spiritually dead forever doesn't mean that you just go into the dirt and you lose consciousness. It means that you go to a place the Bible describes, and yes, Jesus talks about this more than anybody else. It's a place called hell. And I want to tell you that that's a place that you do not want to go to. I don't care what movies have portrayed it as. It is a place of torment for those who have died in a sinful state, never accepting the gift that God gives. You see, God did not want you to stay there. He continued to hunt his people all throughout the Old Testament and tried to teach them and prepare them for what he was going to show them ultimately that would come in the New Testament. If you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, if you've never read those, I encourage you to pick one of those. Probably start with Mark and read about this guy named Jesus. And he's not just a guy. He is the son of God. And he comes down and lives a perfect life, a perfect life that you and I could never live. He never sins. And yet these religious people could not stand him because he went against, he talked to people nobody had talked to. He'd talked to lepers. He'd talked to prostitutes. He'd talked to these sinful people and he would show them the way to live, yet never living the way that they did. He never gave in one time and these people took him on a cross and they killed him. But he willingly went to that cross. Here's why. This was God's ultimate plan. He was going to hunt his people and he was going to show them that there was this perfect sacrifice. Sometimes Jesus is referred to as the lamb. The lamb was slaughtered. Why? Why did Jesus do that? Because his death and then him coming back three days later, he conquers death. He conquers it. And he says, if you believe in me, you will no longer be dead, but will be alive. You will be dead to yourself, (laughs) but you will be alive in Christ. And so you might wonder, what does that mean? What do I do? Well, first off, there's nothing you can do to get rid of your sin. We've already said that. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how great a life you live. You have to pay the penalty for sin. That's the bad news. Bad news is, if you die the way that you are right now, then, then hell awaits, and it's not a good thing. But because Jesus died on the cross for you, if you believe in him, you repent. And the Bible says this in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, something you should read. It says, repent, be sorry for what you've done, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And you will receive the, the forgiveness of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit. So what that means is if you are baptized into Jesus, and if you want, if you have more questions about what baptism is or what that looks like, you can send me an email, sheddinglightod at gmail.com. But if we're baptized into Christ, if we reenact his death in a way and come back up, nothing special about the waters of baptism, but we are saying to God, I am accepting that free gift. Jesus died on your behalf. He stepped in front of the bullet or the arrow that you deserved, And he took it, being perfect. He was the perfect sacrifice, being the Son of God. And he took it for all mankind. And so if you will believe in him today, if you believe in Jesus Christ and you are baptized into his name, you will be saved. So where did you come from? You came from God. God created you. Where are you going? Well, that depends on how you answer that question. How do you answer the question, who is Jesus? 
Are you going to believe in him? Are you going to let him take it? You have to. It's not enough just to believe that Jesus lived and that he died. You have to believe that he is the Son of God and that you are going to accept his free gift of life. And that means life now, but also it means life after death. It's not the end for you whenever you die. You have eternal life in a place called heaven. And friends, it's not just sitting on a cloud playing a harp. It is the Just picture the most beautiful sunrise that you have ever seen in your life out in the deer woods or the elk woods or wherever you hunt. It's a beautiful morning. The sun is coming up over the water and the woods around you. That isn't even a fraction of how awesome heaven will be because we will be back with God. Back connected with the God that we sinned against, the God that has been chasing us and hunting us down because he actually loves us. And you will have a purpose in your life, and your purpose will be to live for God each day, to try and learn more, to be more like Jesus. There's nothing you can do to earn your way to heaven, but you'll live in a way that is hopefully going to be a blessing to other people, and you'll tell other people this great hunting story and get them to understand that there is a point and a purpose to life. And even though you may have hard times, and you will have a hard time following Jesus, you will make mistakes, but you are still forgiven. You are going to have a great reward. And that reward is a life filled with purpose and a life in heaven. And that is the greatest story that I know and the greatest hunt of all time. But the question is today for you, will you allow yourself to be caught by the God who is chasing you down? That's the message that I have for you. If you have any questions about that, please, um, you can go into the next version, which I'm going to unpack everything a little bit more in detail using a lot more Bible verses, and you can open up your Bible and kind of follow along, but that's the short version. If you have any questions about that, or if that's something that you want to do today, send me an email at sheddinglightod at gmail.com. I'll do my best to help uh, answer any questions, uh, maybe even meet you in person if that's possible, and we can talk more about those things. Thank you so much for listening to this. Hope that you have a great day, and remember to shed the light.